listening to Brett on the skateboarding show. Uh, and we're rolling, we're rolling. And we start every interview by simply asking, could you introduce yourself, please? My name's Neil Roberts, and I'm a local skateboarder at Newbury Skate Park, and I've just held a jam. <laughs> and it was amazing. Is it as per usual? Brett turned up on uh, BMT, Brettman time, a little bit late. Of course, so Brett, you managed to turn up just at the precise moment. All the competition's finished, well done. Good, good. Um, so it was all winding down, but then it was more of a, a free skate session, and I think everyone had a good time. Overall. We, we had a little impromptu bowl jam. We did. We had a little sesh on the bowl, we had a little sesh on the street course. It was nice as it was all winding down. But it was good. There was lots of people turning up. It was uh, nice to have, you know, the locals sort of come down and watch some of the riders, watch some of the skaters, um, and just enjoy the park. Um, this is the first jam we've run for about four years now. We ran it every year when the park first opened. Um, so it was nice to sort of get everyone down, have a bit of a session, and just, yeah, have a good time, get everyone killing it with the incentive of some prizes, things like that. And you sorted out aforementioned prizes, didn't you? I did, yeah. So I just want to say thank you to Keen Distribution, uh, who sorted me out with Polar Skateboards, um, and our mate Cam, who sorted us out with uh, Herbal Skateboards and Butters Apparel. All right. We wouldn't have been able to do it without them. So thank you to those guys. Cool. And there was some there there was some relatively localish celebs. Uh, Mr. Kieran Mounsey was down here. Yes, Kieran Mounsey. We uh, we've had some good times when we used to go to the old UK champs down at Hemel Hempstead. Uh, he entered that a few times, and uh, he did all right. Yeah, it was good. It was good to see him down. And we had uh, James Threlfall down. He absolutely smashed the comp. So yeah, it was a good good day all round. Nice, nice. So what did you? What sort of comps did you have? Like, uh, did you have a bowl comp, or was it purely street? So we had, uh, across BMX and skating, we had a jam on the street course and then we also had a jam in the bowl. And we also had Sean Goff turn up, which was nice to see him shredding the bowl. So yeah, we run two comps across the BMX and the skating. So, so you did actually do a bowl comp and we, we missed that? We, we did do a bowl comp. You managed to turn up at the precise moment that the bowl comp and the street comp had ended. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure how many points we would have got for like, is Brett another front slasher? Well done. He's out of the bowl. You've, you'd have got a t-shirt out of that. <laughs> That's for sure. We were, we were winging out t-shirts. For consistency. Of course, of course. <laughs> consistency is key. <laughs> cool, okay. And what, what's your motivation behind creating these sort of jams? Because it's a lot of work, you know. You've got to faff on quite a lot. So what, what gives you the impetus, the, the motivation to do that? It is a lot of work. I mean, when this park first opened we did run jams every year and it was amazing to see the whole scene come together and we'd get the local skaters from the nearby towns come down and it was great to just get everyone together you know it really felt like we had a good scene going on i always used to remember as a kid we'd always go to other skate parks you know we'd travel up to birmingham we'd go to london we'd go to oxford we'd go to bristol so it was so nice to just get people down you know in the little town of newbury to have a skate jam so that was kind of a motivation just to bring it all here. And when we got our new skate park built back in 2011, I thought this is the perfect opportunity to make things happen in the scene and try and kickstart, you know, maybe it might get kids skating and, you know, get, those, get them into it and they can keep with it and then we can have a longevity in our scene just for a small town. And, you know, it, it worked out for a little while. 
Um, but then, you know, my life got busy and I sort of didn't really have the time to organise these things from scratch because, you know, it is a lot to organise. Um, but this year the council came to me and said that they would sort out the insurance and St John's Ambulance and all that stuff and that makes it so much easier because then all I have to do is go to a few people to sort some prizes and then get our DJ, DJ Diamond Sire, who does our jams every year and he was up for it again. So it all fell into place this year. Nice. Nice. That's what you want. Skate jams that just sort of almost happen by themselves. It was very got organic. Some, got some fly flying around here. You've got... There you go. Right. Um, so, what I mean, if if you were a youngster, like a young skateboarder, coming here for the jam, is there a particular is there a particular thing you'd want them to leave with, like a, a particular idea, a particular feeling that you want them to leave with today? Of course, yeah. I'd I'd like people to come down here and think that the atmosphere is all encompassing, you know, and everyone's included. Um, there was a, there was a young girl. She was probably only about ten, and she entered the street jam, and she absolutely killed it. She was doing pop shoves. She was doing some little slides around on the banks. It was awesome to see. And she went away with a board and a t-shirt. And I like to think that she came away stoked and wanting to keep skating. Cool. Uh, so you alluded already to that the uh, park was built in 2011. Were you part of the committee that helped get this park put here? I was, yeah. I, I helped sort of get this park in. Originally the council came to me back in 2007 and then they, they wanted to uh, get a new park built. So already with the backing of the council, it took us four years to go from the initial idea to actually having the thing built. Um, and I was in conversation with Maverick Skate Parks and we, you know threw some designs around back and forth developed it a little bit until it came to be what it actually was and Maverick did a really really good job of it and I'm still you know really happy on how the part turned out um, and it's held up you know six years later it's still as good as it was on the first day it was built so you know fair play to Maverick they did a really good job on this one let's let's really test ourselves and we're, let's see if we might get away with this we might not let's stand up because we've we've purposely hid behind this bank because it's a bit windy. Let's see if we can just. Uh, well, let's see if you can describe the park as as we're seeing it right now. Okay. So, at the very very top of the park, we have the bowl. We've got what we call the the shallow end, which is about four and a half foot, which then goes down into a deep end, which is about six and a bit foot. Um, the only way I can describe this is a cock and ball shape. Um, you can whip round in circles, go round and round, you can hit the lips. It can be quite difficult for the people to work out lines in this thing when they first get here. Um, but I find after a bit of time with it, you can be hurtling around the corners and it can give you a lot of speed if you learn to work the lines. Um, but it is an intimidating bowl. It, it came out a little bit steeper than I thought it would. So, yeah. It's good, but yeah, <laughs> get used to it first, um, and then we. I, I wouldn't disagree with it being quite sharp. It's quite. It's not mellow, is it? No, at all? It's, it's not it's a mellow bowl. Steep. It's not a mellow bowl, and it's quite scary. But, but again, that helps with the like the speed lines. Like the there's a really nice tight turn, uh, which you can really sort of carve round and get a load of speed and pump around it. It's sweet. Yeah, I like it. It is good. It is good. And when you find the lines, it's great. And I've seen some of the locals absolutely kill it in this thing. And you are absolutely right about finding the lines. Like, this is the sort of bowl that I think I'd want to come back and sesh 
some other time, maybe during a weekday if I could, which I can't, but when it's nice and quiet and just spend some time experimenting with some lines and seeing where it takes you. Definitely, definitely. And it's a confidence thing. If you have the confidence to go into like the pockets with a mass speed and then it kicks you back out and you're, you know, you've got the guts to hold it, then you'll be all right. There's that wind building up again. Right, okay, so then uh, as we're looking at the bowl section, we're going to turn to our left now, looking out over the street section. So what? Loosely describe what we've got here, mate. Okay, so we tried to bring in everything that we would have thought that people would need when they're skating, whether they're a beginner skater or, you know, they're more experienced. So we have a nice flat ledge there, which is probably one of the most popular bits of the park. Everyone likes a nice mellow ledge session. We've got a couple of hips. We've got quite a steepish hip and then a mellow sort of learner hip on. Um, We have a nice little sort of half-penny brick bank at the back, which was actually... uh, The inspiration from that was from one of our local street spots. We've got a a street spot called the Bay of Banks and they're like old brick banks. So we thought we'd bring some of that into our skate park, a little bit of uh, Newbury Street skating history. Nice, I like that. Um, We've also got um, a driveway that's got a a long and down flat bar um, and some ledge on the side. And then we've got over the far side, step up gap and uh, kind of a handrail. It's not really a handrail, it's a bit low, but it's a nice learner handrail because it's nice and low to get on. Nice and low to get on, but quite long, isn't it? It's not. Yeah, it's you quite long. You're gonna have to sit on it. Aren't you? <laughs> you, you are. Have to... <laughs> you have to sit on whatever you're getting into. But and, it is a nice rail. And that's got also got like a euro gap and yeah. a, a long and down ledge down the down the other side of it. Yep, and I've also forgotten as well. The rail extends up past the edge of the bank as well, so you can skate it as an up rail. Yes, as well. Yes. And you've got one of those cool, weird, like, wall ride with copings going up the... Yeah, I don't know how you describe that bit. Yeah, I think Maverick coined the thing uh, quarterfall. Because it's like a waterfall, but it's a quarter pipe. Yeah, no, okay. I can see what they're saying. So, yeah, it's kind of like an escalator that goes down, but it's in the shape of a quarter pipe. It's great. You can get really creative than that. And I've seen people do grinds up it, grinds down it. Uh, You can really sort of, like, whip up it and gives you a bit of speed to hit the halfpenny. So there's, you know, there's lots of separate elements, but the way that it's all designed is for everything to flow into each other. And I think it does that quite well. Good evening. I hope you're sitting well and enjoying the skateboarding show. This is Sean Goff. Hi, this is Nick Pally. Hey, this is Nick Zorlak. This is Eric Justin. Hey, what's up? This is Dave Duncan. Hey, this is Tony Alva, and you're listening to the skateboarding show. And uh, stay tuned. Hey, it's Matt from Decimal Skate Shop in Sirencester. We're located in th- at Three Swan Yard, uh, open seven days a week, ten, 10 till 5.30, Monday to Saturday, and 11 till 4 on a Sunday. Uh, if you can't get to us to see us in the store, check us out at www.decimalstore.com uh, and always feel free to give us a call on 01285 656 Help support skater-owned. It's important to keep everyone rolling. You're listening to The Skateboarding Show. So um, one of our previous jams tied in nicely with the uh, London Olympics in 2012. And we actually had like an Olympic themed skate jam. (laughs) And we had high jump, like a high ollie contest. We had long jump, a long ollie contest. Um, And we also had races around the skate park, which was fantastic. We had people, they dropped in on the quarter pipe and then they went up the quarter fall, around the penny, and then over the driveway, around the back of the bowl, dropped back in, and then around the bottom corner, and then the finish line was the spine. So you get people flying out of the spine as fast as they could. It was brilliant fun. Oh, my God. I can well imagine. Well imagine. Now, um, you do a lot of videography and a lot of filming. Did you have anyone filming down here today? No, we didn't. 
um, have anyone filming today. I did notice there was some guy from the council who I think was covering the whole event in the park today because, of course, we had the opening of a new um, bowls uh, court, a tennis court, um, as well as the skate jam. So I think he was filming little bits and bobs, but we had nobody covering the actual skate jam itself. Normally, um, I do a lot of filming at this skate park. I've made a couple of edits on YouTube for Newbury Skate Park. Um, but what with organising the event and doing the emceeing, I didn't really have the time myself to also get a camera out and start filming the skating and riding. You are, yeah, I, I'm really impressed that you can still talk if you're emceeing. Uh, but uh, the sound system sounded good today, and I like where they set it up right by the, the, the ledge, the up and down ledge. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the prime position. You can pretty much see everything that's going on from there. And if you stand on top of the driveway ledge, you can see most of what's going up on in the bowl. Um, credit to our DJ, DJ Diamond Sire. He comes down every year and sets up his equipment and keeps the music going for the whole afternoon. Yo. Cool. And did do you do you plan the music and do you like have a word with them and say we want some nineties hip hop or we want some modern stuff or keep he, the thrash metal or what he's in? He's very much old school nineties hip hop vibe. Yeah. Very much so. That's his thing. And he does that wherever he goes. Right. Okay. You know, so very much the purist in that sense and that's what he's gonna play. But it's all good. It goes and, nice with the mellow vibe of the <laughs> jam. <laughs> And who did you get support in the jam? Because I know it wasn't just you, uh, as in, I know you organised it, but you didn't supply the prizes yourself, did no, you? No, no. So um, it was myself and Grant Stone, who's a local BMXer as well. He organised the BMX side of things. And I've, I went to a few companies to get some prizes, and I just want to thank them now. I'd like to say thank you to um, Keen Distribution, who hooked me up with some polar skateboard stuff. Uh, my friend Cam, he's... Uh, running herbal skateboards and he's got his own little clothing company called butters apparel so we got herbal skateboards and butters apparel stuff in there for the prizes and yeah very very grateful to them because they really hooked it up cool man cool and you 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 ordered the weather well i'm really impressed thank you yeah i'd like to think that was by design but uh no it was uh it's a bank holiday weekend it's in you know late may it, the weather can be a bit hit and miss but today actually it worked out very pleased it was a bit cloudy to start with but then the skies cleared and everyone had a nice sunny afternoon it did it did it was nice and sunny early and it was and it was just kind of right is it it was kind of hot but with a little bit of a breeze every now and then yeah. so you didn't get it wasn't like stuffy was yeah it? yeah i think if we had the weather like it was yesterday i think everyone would have been too wiped oh out and hot to really God. skate properly yeah it just wouldn't have happened would it no, no. No, so, uh, the, you know, the usual thing with this sort of stuff, what's that? I'm pointing at the shoe tree. Oh, yes, yeah, that's it, yeah, <laughs> you got, yeah. So, <laughs> do you know, I was trying to, like, bug my brain about, he's got a story, and what is it? Okay, so, so uh, just sort of overlooking the park, you've got a tree with a load of shoes up it. Tell us the story about that, please, Neil. Well, in some of the skate parks I've been to, like Bedminster, you know, they have shoes in trees you know, it happens quite a lot um don't really know why um but it's a thing and it happens here at this skate park as well and it actually made our local newspaper that's the kind of town this is so the council noticed it um and they actually took all the shoes down from it and then they ran this article in the local paper um and i turned around to the council after they asked me what you know what it was all about and i said well, it's kind of a bit like a local kind of shoe-free cycle scheme, so people can put shoes in there, and then 
if they want a pair of shoes, they can just go and take them. And the council were all apologetic. They were like, oh, sorry, sorry, we won't touch it again. So, yep, we've been free to dump our shoes in there ever since. You could easily actually have it as a free cycle, sort of. You could. I'd like to think that it's all part of the community here. Yeah, like if you were super desperate for a pair of shoes, you could climb up there and get a pair, couldn't you? Yeah, totally. I mean, there might be a hole in them, but, you know... If if you if you if you're reg footed and you've got a dude who's goof footed, you could probably wear out the other shoe. Exactly, exactly. Everyone's a winner here. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I had a pair in your size, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the usual deal with these sort of things. I know we've like we've literally just finished this one, but have you got plans for the next one? Are you already thinking about? The next um, jam? It's going to depend on the council and whether they would like to. Um, I mean, I'm finding myself with less and less time to dedicate to these kind of things. But when I actually run them, you, you feel that it's all been worth it. So I'd never say never. Right. Because you were saying earlier on that this was part of... That you didn't just do the skate park jam on its own today. It was, it was part of a general thing going on in the whole of this park. Yeah, it's quite a nice yeah. big. It's got a big space with a load of stuff in it. And like, tennis courts over there and play park area over there. And... Yeah, paddling pool and it's a, it's a great park. I mean, you know, I, I've grown up in this place, and we've got all sorts. We've got a play park, we've got yeah, the boating pond, we've got tennis courts, we've got bowls club, and they've just updated some of these facilities. Um, and they wanted to have an event where they op- officially open some of them, um, and just have an event where they get lots of people down using the park. And the council came to me and wanted me to put on a skate jam as part of that. So they offered to sort out the insurance and some John's ambulance and all those things. And I thought, well, if they're going to do half the work for me, then why not? Cool, cool. All right. Neil, just remind, because you're saying that you're, that, you, that you're busy doing your own stuff. What, what do you do? So I'm a full-time teacher. Right. Um, and I work in a school for deaf children. And as part of what I do, I have to work towards the qualification um, in teaching deaf children. So you learn all about what is deafness and how it impacts on your education and things like that. So it's a two year course and I'm slap bang in the middle of it at the moment. And it takes up a lot of my time. So, you know, any free time that I do have, I I go skating. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So well, well, more power to you then, because if you're if you're working full time and trying to do a qualification, and managed to put together the skate jam today then yeah you know skateboarding needs people like you to help keep it together you can't it's really easy to be a consumer in skateboarding it's really easy just to take and take and take and every now and then i think it's good to remember that there are people that are also giving back as well totally and i might be a bit old school in my thinking here but i always believed skateboarding to be a thing that you can get involved in and you can contribute to i never felt it was something that just happens to you you know and you're seeing is something that you should be proud of and you should try and promote wherever you can, you know, and try and expand through do things like, you know, filming and making edits and putting on jams and things like that. For me, it's all part and parcel of the fun. Yeah. You know, aside the, from the actual act of skateboarding itself. It's that whole involvement. If people want to check out your edits, where can they where can they do that? Uh, so if you go onto YouTube and search for Newbury Skate Park, then you'll find them. <laughs> or just on YouTube, yeah. Just go on YouTube, yeah. Newby Skate Park. I've suddenly know. realised I might sound a bit tired or worn out, as because like we were having a bit of a bowl session just a minute ago. We've just finished, and yeah. I'm just beginning to feel how knackered my legs are. They are really feeling it right now. Yeah, I think the I bowl definitely works your legs. Oh, totally. It's amazing, though. It's really good. I quite like it. And um, and in case Sean and Ben are listening to this, then you're right. It is good to get out of the Shire and go and skate somewhere else for a bit 
got a lot of stick from them for that earlier, but we'll talk about that later. Um, right, Neil Roberts, thank you for your time today. You're very welcome, Brett. Cheers for coming down. It's good to have you here. Dance breed, dance breed, dance breed, dance breed, dance breed, dance breed.